Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Friday edition of Fantasy Sports today. We're going to close out the week strong. A lot of baseball, a little bit of football. Give you a preview of the weekend in fantasy. And now that I've had about 24 hours to take a look at this thing, I'm going to give you my fantasy booms and busts from the trade deadline. Our Fantasy Sports Today show on August 2nd starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. For me, the deadline was 10 out of 10. Why was it 10 out of 10 for me personally? The team that I cover on a day-to-day basis in Major League Baseball made two big trades. They shocked everyone. I'm standing in a clubhouse with a player that no one thought locally or nationally would be traded and watching him go, darn, I'm traded. Like, that's weird. That's strange. Doesn't happen a lot like that. Brad Ziegler joins uh, me here on the show this afternoon. This must bring back some good memories for, or, uh, or some, actually, I don't know about good, but they, it brings back <laughs> memories for you. I should stop Definite there. memories. Definite, <laughs> Definite memories. memories. First time I was traded was on deadline day uh, from Oakland, to Arizona. Then when I got traded to Boston, it was it was about three weeks before the deadline, and it was way before I anticipated being traded, even though I knew it was, it was a likelihood that year. It's difficult to be traded, and we've talked about that on previous shows. But the hard part are the guys who did not get traded, but mm. they heard their name and rumors nonstop mm. because then they have to go back to the locker room, and everybody's like, you're still here, you know, and, and it's really awkward. You're hearing all these different teams. You're thinking in your head, like, what, you know, where am I going to go? What's it going to be like to play there? Who's on that team? All right, good afternoon. Welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you. Second day of August 2019. I hope you are enjoying your getting ready for the weekend special. It's always a fun Friday here on the show. And you can call us up at any time at 844-843-6879 as we touch on a lot of the different topics going on in sports, specifically fantasy sports, which is what we do here. We got Sean producing the show as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish at FNTSY Radio as I feel a lot better today, honestly, than I did yesterday. Yesterday, I felt like I got hit over the head with a bat. My mental state was not 100% after the craziness that was the deadline the day before. But now I am back and I am focused. And I'm not saying I did a bad show yesterday, so I'll take it as that. But I'm just saying that I'm more... I'm sharper today than I than I was yesterday. Yesterday was uh, trying to figure out, and not just from from hosting point of view. Like if if you guys don't know this, like I've been doing baseball for a long time, and that makes me have to do a lot of fantasy baseball leagues for a long time. And trust me, those of you who play fantasy football and you complain, I'm in too many leagues. You have no idea. <laughs> what the difference is between too many baseball leagues and too many football leagues. There is no comparison 
you're dealing with a lot. And and I probably spent like two hours just looking at my team saying, oh, that was good. Oh, that was bad. Oh, that was good. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. It was uh, it was pretty wild. So we'll uh, we'll get to that coming up in a little bit. In fact, uh, we got three up, three down in a few minutes. I'll have my top trade fantasy winners in baseball and my top trade fantasy losers. We've got you make the call. Michael Waldo will be on the show today. I'm excited to talk to him. We have Adam Ronis, who's making an appearance. He's going to be in the Flex League's fantasy football draft this weekend, so we'll hit on some baseball and football with him. And then the Gridiron Scholar is going to be on the show. John Lobb will talk some college fantasy football. We're closing in on the college fantasy football season, and we are going to have a show league college football best ball draft. I think we're going to do this a week from today. I think that's what we're going to do in the second hour of the show. So those of you who are listening to the show, message me on Twitter, at Craig Mish, and at FNTSY Radio, if you want to be in this thing next Friday, the second hour of the show, we'll do it. Just to give you a little bit of an idea, and I know that this has all been fluid, and I, there's been people who have been listening to the show, and they've been messaging me after I'm done and saying, are you stopping baseball? What is the story? I, I, I talk about this probably way too much, honestly. Like, it's it's more of a conversation for me and Sean and uh, and Mike Cardano and David Katz and Lou Mayone than it is for you guys. But at least here's kind of what we're thinking moving forward for, for those of you who are listeners is that it seems as though since we have a two-hour show, the best way to divide this up uh, at least next week, is doing an hour of baseball and an hour of football because, as I've been very clear, I am not ever going to abandon baseball completely. I'm never going to do that. So I think that our first hour of the show next week from 12 to 1 Eastern will be the baseball hour, and the 1 to 2 football hour will uh, will come after that, at least for next week, and then we'll just kind of assess things as we go. And for those of you who have messaged me and asked me, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking here. I make a promise, I keep a promise, we'll continue to hit on baseball. But again, you look at situations like today, and you have reports. And honestly, guys, I want you to think about this for a second. And and this is no indictment on anybody who's trying to make a living doing fantasy football, fantasy baseball, or any other sport. But you see a report today that Ezekiel Elliott, and this just came down like minutes ago, Jerry Jones saying that this could last months into the season, Okay. Like, like, how can you justify telling anybody what to do about the situation, you know? Like, this is why it drives me nuts. Nuts. Preparing for fantasy football in June and July. Why? To have this come up? It's just dumb, man. I won't do it. I will not do it. And, and look, I am upset. I'm an owner in a dynasty league of Elliott, and I'm primed to try and win the league. And, of course, I'm, I'm starting off the show in a negative manner because that's going to hurt me, and I don't have a lot of backup options there. I'm not going to kid you and tell you that this isn't going through my mind. But anybody that tells you to prepare in fantasy football in June and July are kidding themselves. What did you learn from that? To take Ezekiel Elliott with the fourth pick, who's not going to play this year? Yeah. In June, was it a good idea in a best ball league? To, to I got Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon back-to-back picks. Congratulations, you have no running backs. Can't do a draft now. You can't. Can't do it. You got to wait. Got to wait as close as you can till the season. 
I know that ADP changes and groupthink changes, and you can get some nice sleepers in the months of June and July, but you can also derail yourself in fantasy. We'll be right back after this. Don't go away. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Make it rain. Ryan Khalil retires and he unretired. He just signed with it. The Jets, what do you make of it? Oh, I love it. I smell something afoot. Trent Williams, the disgruntled all-pro left tackle of the Washington football team. I think Trent Williams is going to get traded to either the Jets or the Houston Texans. If they can address this offensive line in this way, I'm all about it. Thanks for making the call. Thanks for taking the call, Ryan Khalil. Mm. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Now what goes up must come down. Three up, three down. What does three up and three down mean to you, Airman? End of an inning. All right, welcome back. It's time for a little three up, three down here on the show. Welcome back. Let's have some fun. Got to make a quick pick here, Sean, before we uh, go any further in this uh, Raz Bowl here. Tenth round in the Raz Bowl, Craig Mish took Jarek McKinnon. I mean, man, this guy felt like a hundred picks. No, I don't like him at all, but he felt like a hundred picks in this ADP. But you know what happens in these leagues is that people forget 
that especially in the best ball format, if the guy comes back and plays six games, rest, you know, eight games at the end, still worth it. So I'm going to back this guy up. And I'm going to take, is Matt Breida or Tevin Coleman the better pick? I think I'm going to take Breida. I like Breida. Oh, Tevin no, Coleman. Coleman? Tevin Coleman, yeah. Better than Breida? Yes. I think so, huh? That's what the I experts really tell that. me. Is that right? Well, Tevin Coleman's taken already by somebody. Oh. All right, we're not going to have time for that right now on this show. we got to do three up, three down. I'll have to go back to my draft board in, uh, in just a minute. All right, let's get started here. We'll start off with a 40-game total suspension for all the brawls. And we talked about this a couple of days ago between the Pirates and the Reds. Yasiel Puig can't even play for his new team with the Cleveland Indians. I thought a little light for the manager, David Bell, who came out of the clubhouse and decided to fight the Pirates. But apparently, there's some precedent for man for uh, suspending managers, and the most in these situations has been six. Six games. So uh, I am going to go ahead and I'm going to say a little light on David Bell, but overall, I'm happy that they did take care of this in terms of a suspension. So we're not going to see these guys. we got to stop the headhunting. Keona Kella, 10 games. Enough of the nonsense. Enough of the throwing at guys. Please don't get anybody hurt. We don't need that. And I don't need that on my fantasy teams. That is for bleeping sure. Also yesterday, trending up, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He had two home runs, so he now has 13. Of course, he was off to a little bit of a slow start. When he got called up, and look, when you got that hype machine going on a rookie prospect, very rare are they going to uh, reach their potential. I still like Vlad going into next year. I, I think that that's going to be uh, a little bit more value than where he was going in drafts this year, for sure. So I'll go with uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. hitting two home runs. He now has 13 on the season. Look, Toronto playing for nothing. Was there any team that dismantled their team more than the Blue Jays at the trade deadline or over the trade deadline? Probably not. Their lineup isn't great. It's a bunch of young rookies. But I could see Vlad Jr. hitting, let's say, seven home runs the rest of the season, and that would give him 20, which is a pretty darn good rookie season. The only issue is when you have guys like Pete Alonso hitting 40, it's hard to look at Vlad Jr. and say, Wow, what a great rookie when all these other guys are, are hitting so well. But still, he'll be okay. I'm not worried about him, and I do think he'll provide some nice value next year because he wasn't as good as some people thought he was this year, although he's still pretty good. Now, in terms of value, I just am stunned to see these numbers on this player that is definitely trending up. Xander Bogarts hit two more home runs yesterday. Is there a more underrated player in baseball than Xander Bogarts? This guy never gets talked about, ever. Why? I'm not sure. Even on his own team, he's like, what, the third most talked about offensive option there? J.D. Martinez gets more love. J.D.'s great, but J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts, for sure those guys get discussed more. Xander Bogarts has 25 home runs already a career high, 397 on base percentage career high. He's playing like a fantasy MVP. He's a first-round pick in fantasy next year. Only downside to this whole conversation is the fact that Bogarts uh, signed a contract extension, right? So not going to be on the uh, on the uh, free agent market. But I got to tell you, like, what a season this guy is having. Is he the number one shortstop in fantasy? Trevor Story went ahead of him. Carlos Correa goes ahead of him in leagues, right? Uh, uh, Francisco Lindor goes ahead of him in fantasy leagues. I mean, Bogarts may be number one. 
he's he's for sure a second round pick next year. I, I a first round's always tough because we still have a couple of months to go. But man, what a great year he has! I have him in no leagues, by the way. But if he's going to carry Boston, then that's uh, that's certainly a good sign for them. So those are my trending up topics for sure here on the show. Now let's go to the trending down ones. And uh, and look, I I don't ever blame these guys for not wanting to tear off the jersey. We've seen it in sports time and time again when you know a player is done and they just can't quit. And it's not even that for the money. It's just being around guys in a clubhouse or locker room, and they want that camaraderie. The best examples of that in history are who? Brett Favre, of course, right? How many times did he quit? He retires from the Packers, retires from the Jets, retires from the Vikings. Roger Clemens, three or four times, left the Yankees, left the Astros, left the Yankees again, left the Astros again. Like, it just kept going back and forth. And those were great players, okay? And we all know that the NBA is notorious for this. Like, as an example, Vince Carter could have retired like seven years ago, and he's played with five teams since. And and again, I if I could make a million dollars or two million dollars, a little bit of a different scenario for me, I, I would take it in a heartbeat. But these guys don't even really need the money. It's just that they can't stop. They want to be around. And now the next guy to do this is Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony says he wants to play again in the NBA, and and you know what? He, he shouldn't. He's done, um, you know. And I guess that he went to this uh, Dwayne Wade Invitational where he had a bunch of the guys playing and is feeling it again. And it's and look, it's it's just gonna. He's just gonna get joked on. He's just gonna get clowned on for sure. Wherever he ends up, probably on a bad team. Probably what the tenth guy out of twelve on the team wherever he goes. Maybe the ninth guy. I don't know. But he won't be the first off the bench, second or third. And it's just kind of sad to see these things, that the guys can't get satisfaction when their careers are over by doing other things. And conversely, it's really nice to see when these players retire and have their second careers. And I can't begrudge players for sticking around. Uh, Bartolo Colon did it for a million years. Uh, Players just, they, they keep playing. They play minor league ball. In the NFL, they don't know how to stop, you know? They just keep coming back. But at some point, it, it does get a little sad. And for me, on this one in particular, because we all know that Carmelo Anthony shouldn't play anymore. And he says he's coming back and he wants to play again. So that's trending down for me. Salmonella outbreak. So pay attention to this for those of you who have dogs. I do not. Uh, the those I don't know if you've seen these at a dog supermarket. I've always found these a little strange and gross. Those pig ear treats that you give to your dog, and and I guess they're real pig ears. I don't know. I, I don't have dogs, and I only I've I've had a dog for a very short period of time, many many years ago. So I can't speak to this. But uh, the CDC has warned for for years to just stop giving these to dogs because they're gross, disgusting, and you can always find something else. But what has happened is I guess that when dogs have them, they really love them and, and they want them over and over again. But the CDC is now saying that a large percentage of these have salmonella. It may be a good time to just completely stop giving uh, giving dogs these pig ears. So whatever happened to the conventional bone, I don't know. You would think, by the way, with all of the different ways that we have uh, medical things and, and advanced in technology that we could find better treats for our animals. Why are they still having pig ears? I don't know. 
but stop giving them to your dogs because you're going to touch them and you're going to eat something and you're not going to feel well, okay? Uh, uh, Finally, uh, trending down, the White Sox lost their fourth game in a row yesterday, 2-8 in their last 10, 46-60, and they did nothing at the trade deadline to ship players out and get things back in return. And we've talked about this for the last couple months. They want to send a a message to their fan base that they're trying and their rebuild is almost over, but you also have to be realistic. And if you can get assets for expiring contracts, you got to do it. Bad job by the White Sox. You had a shot there. And now what are you playing for at this point? You're 14 games under. You're not going to be 82 and 80. You're not going to be 80 and 82. You're winning 70 games if you're lucky. Bad, bad choice there by uh, by the White Sox at the deadline, in my opinion. We'll take a quick time out here on the show when I come back. A lot of great kids in baseball over the last 72 hours. I'll give you my top fantasy winners, my top fantasy losers. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. Plenty more coming up. Don't go away. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow, the number 100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show. We're here until 2 o'clock as always, and then we uh, turn it over to full-time fantasy, so stay tuned uh, for that show that's coming up in just a little bit. We are talking fantasy baseball on this show. We are mixing in some fantasy football on this show. I did not, I was not able to get Tevin Coleman, by the way, uh, Sean. He was not available, so I uh, I ended up taking Brita there. I didn't want to make these people wait to... Oh, boy. It was a bad pick, huh? You know, uh, Brita, like by the way, uh, Brita, by the way, helped me a lot in one of the leagues I was in last year. I kind of feel indebted to to him because once uh, McKinnon went down, I ended up picking him up and helped me win. Season-long fantasy football drafts are in full swing. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package with the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis, Maddock, and the Roto Experts provide dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. You can save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. All right, it's, uh, before we get to our uh, trade winners and losers in fantasy, we'll get our poll of the day out here. And uh, if you guys have been listening to the show now for the last couple of months, it's our you know, a little bit uh, a day after our two-month anniversary. We play a little game, and it is called You Make the Call. You Make the Call. Hello! All right, this is pretty simple and straightforward today. For those of you who follow baseball at all, you don't even need to follow fantasy baseball to be able to weigh in on these. So here we go. Uh, which player got the biggest fantasy boost from their trade at the trade deadline? Doesn't have to be the actual deadline, but the trade deadline meaning going back to the Stroman trade, the Bauer trade, etc. And so here are the choices, and maybe I didn't even include one that you guys like. Let me know. It's fine. If you want to vote at Craig Mish at FNTSY Radio, do it for sure. Zach Greinke is the first one. He's now a member of the Houston Astros. That's pretty straightforward. Nick Castellanos of the Chicago Cubs is the second one. Shane Green, who went from Detroit to Atlanta. And Yasiel Puig, who went from the Reds to the Cleveland Indians. So those are your four choices. You make the call. Which player got the biggest fantasy boost via trade? Zach Greinke, Nick Castellanos, Shane Green, Yasiel Puig. Vote for one of those, please. And before the end of the show, we will give you the winner right here on Fantasy Sports Today. All right, so uh, 60 players basically traded places. So I got that right. The Brewers did not make a trade. I got that wrong. 
And now it's time to take a look at your teams this weekend and determine what to do. It's, it, is, it is a very stressful Sunday coming for me, for sure. And on top of me making all my free agent acquisition budget moves, I'm going to be appearing here locally in Miami on CBS on television. So I am going to be really busy on Sunday. So anybody who knows me, you're listening to the show, please leave me alone Saturday if you could. Don't bother me. Sunday, I'll be right back. I'll be back at it. But Saturday, give me a day off. Top trade fantasy winners. Here's my opinion. I'm going to give you five. My first one is Shane Green to the Braves. I uh, This is one that I predicted, actually, so I got this one right, too. Now, here is why I think he gets a fantasy boost. Yes, he's still only the closer, and it's only saves, and I get that. So let's not pretend that there's more to it than this. But let me say this, and this is what people are missing, and, you, and, and I, when I read columns on people talking about fantasy, they're missing a very big point here. The Detroit Tigers won one home game in all of July. One. They only won a handful of games in the entire month. They have 13 home wins all season. The Braves are going to win more games in the next two months than the Tigers have won all year. It's a fact. And Green is going to get way more opportunities in Atlanta than he even came close to in Detroit. And by the way, he's pitching great. So I think he gets a monster boost going from the Tigers to the Braves. And I think he probably gets saves virtually four or five times a week or save opportunities with them for sure. I think he is probably a top three closer the rest of the season in baseball. Shane Green. Yeah, I do. Really good team. A team that's going to play super competitive games against the Phillies, against the Mets, against the Nationals. They don't have an easy road. Close games is what you want. Elite stuff is what you want. Shane Green is who you want. NL only league. I, I'm, I'm starting to think that this may be my main target. Now, obviously, you have to look at... The possibilities of what you could add, like, look, Trevor Bauer could give you more. Castellanos could give you more. Puig on the AL side could give you more. I'm not trying to put him ahead of those guys. Well, you look at the categories if you're playing a rotisserie league. If you need more saves, and that's who you pick up. Easy. Look at your league. Look at the teams. Look at what you need. And by the way, look behind you, too, in the standings and see who could catch you if you end up losing a player. My second one is uh, Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig. I absolutely love the move for him going to the Indians down the stretch. Don't eliminate the fact that he could steal bases with the Tribe. They run. Ramirez has run a lot this year, and Lindor runs too. Ramirez, by the way, has stolen a ton of bases even without hitting. So you know that Terry Francona is going to let him run. I probably would guess if I had a set of a total of Puig steals at like eight and a half or nine. That's a lot. So he is a fantasy winner, I think, even though that ballpark in Cincinnati is really good. The only thing, and this is going to apply to a few of the players we're going to talk about here, is that when you change leagues, you really don't know how a player is going to do. You don't know. There's that adjustment period. Sometimes it goes in favor of the hitter. Sometimes it goes in favor of the pitcher. And we just don't know. We got Puig. My third fantasy winner is Zach Greinke. 
and even for Dynasty Leagues. I'm excited now. You know what I thought about the first time when I heard Zach Renke? And this is going to, and you guys are going to love to hear this, is that guess who I'm going to be able to talk to next spring all the time? Living in Florida, living an hour away from the ballpark of the, uh, the 15 ballpark of the Palm Beaches. That's right. I'm with the Astros a lot. I'm going to get to see Zach Renke pitch next spring a lot with Verlander. Cool, but I, that was the first thing I thought of is, wow. Now, look, Houston lost a lot of young guys, that's for sure. But Grinky does get a boost in Houston. I've illustrated on this show before, if you want to go back and listen on demand, all of the pitchers that have come through Houston and have done well, Charlie Morton, Wade Miley, I can keep going. All of them do. There's no doubt that he gets a boost in fantasy value. They're a better team, too, not just the analytical end of pitching, but give him an absolute boost, no doubt. Uh, Nick Castellanos, I wasn't really sure, and I'm on the fence as to whether or not I want to exhaust my NL budget on Castellanos. I'm thinking of it because I'm kind of struggling in offense. I've made a huge run in Tout Wars, by the way, for those of you who keep uh, check on the Tout Wars standings. I've moved up to, I think, from 12th to like 7th or 6th. Pretty good. But Castellanos batting second for the Cubs? Yes, please. Thank you. Better offense. Great lineup. Another league switch player, so you don't really know how he's going to respond. But that's a very solid lineup with the Cubs. Remember what Castellanos gets now. Games in Milwaukee. Games in uh, Cincinnati. Games in Pittsburgh. Really good environment for him. And if I asked you who the National League leader, or excuse me, the American League leader is in doubles in 2019, how many guesses would it take you for me to tell you that Castellanos leads in doubles <laughs> in the entire league? He's going to be good. He's going to be good with uh, with the Cubs. And and if he bats second, this is the biggest offensive impact player going to the NL, no doubt. So I give him a a, a winning a win there. Uh, and then my final fantasy winner, and I wanted to go a little bit outside the box here for this one. So I'll tell I'll I'll give it to you here. Look, I'll, I want to be clear. You guys know that. I know and follow baseball. Corey Dickerson is not the most loved player by teams that he's been on. All right? So I personally never had an issue with him. I think he's been fine. I just kind of hear from teams that he just doesn't always fit in. And now let me speak to that a little bit more. With all the talent that Corey Dickerson has, why did he go from the Rockies to being cut? to the Rays, to the Pirates, to the Phillies. Okay, you get my drift here a little bit with a player that's that good playing on a lot of teams. It's abnormal. That being said, the Phillies don't have Odubel Herrera. They don't have Jay Bruce. They don't have Andrew McCutcheon. Guess who's going to play every day for the Philadelphia Phillies in that park where you can hit home runs to right field? It is Corey Dickerson. Dickerson missed all of April and May. He is going to play and probably hit in that ballpark in Philadelphia. I would say that all of a sudden, in a mixed league, I would grab him. I would probably use him at home. I would not use him against Jacob deGrom or Max Scherzer or Patrick Corbin. But I would against these teams that are going into Philadelphia with subpar pitching. I think Dickerson is going to be okay. And then naturally, they'll get rid of him at the end of the season. But that is my fifth uh, uh, fantasy winner. 
Now, we are out of time in this segment, so I'll have my top fantasy losers coming up in just a little bit. But up next, we're going to bring in Michael Waldo from Fantistics to talk about the fantasy fallout of the trades and see if anything ended up affecting him, what he liked, what he didn't like. A little bit later in the show, Adam Ronis will join us. Flex League's going on this weekend in fantasy football. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish with you here until 2 o'clock on the East Coast. Don't forget to download our show via iTunes and rate it, like it, and subscribe it if you possibly can. I'd really appreciate it. We'll be right back with Mike Waldo. Don't go away. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Let guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. The morning line. Let's say on the spread, they're only getting 40% of the spread tickets, but their line moves where they become a bigger favorite. Let's say they move from minus three to minus four. It's less than 50% of the people betting on this team. But why is the number going up? That's reverse line movement. And what that is, is the number one indicator that the big boys, the professionals, big money guys, these are dudes that are affecting that. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Hold it now. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you. Good to be here on a Friday, August 2nd, 2019. 
And joining us now here on the show from Fantistics is Michael Waldo. You can follow him on Twitter at Michael Waldo. And uh, Mike, it was great to uh, to kind of see the trade deadline go down. I know that you were following it very closely, and so my my awesome generic first question would just kind of be like, "What did you think of the whole thing? What did, what did you think about it?" Uh, you know, that Granky. <laughs> I mean, where did that come <laughs> right. from? That, right. that that was inc- that was incredible. Um, in general, I have to say, I know a lot of people said that they were disappointed in the trade deadline this year, and. I'll actually go maybe the other way and say that I had very low expectations for the trade deadline this season. I didn't think, I think, you know, as we talked about last week, um, just with everybody's tendency to keep control of their younger players and um, maybe not take on those, those larger contracts or worry about uh, just with the changes of the CBA, I thought it was going to be a quiet, a pretty quiet deadline. And, and for the most part, it was pretty quiet, but I think there was more movement. Like Zach Granke, I never would have guessed, um, A, would have you know, been traded, but B, would have gone to the Astros. And, and then C, of course, the return that, that the Diamondbacks got um, was just remarkable, really. It was just basically taking on cash. And now suddenly the Astros are far and away the favorites to, to, you know, to win the, the World Series this year. I think the bullpen additions in the, in the NL East are fascinating. I think it was a, a nice little war between, you know, the Nationals and the Braves, and I think both came out looking pretty good um, from that standpoint. Really, it was a lot, a lot of the NL East made a lot of the action this year, and I think that that, that was cool. I think uh, Cardinal fans, they they are pretty upset with John Mazalock, just, you know, as the Brewers went out and made a couple moves, as the Cubs went out and made a couple moves. Um, the Cardinals are, are willing to, you know, obviously let go Oscar uh, Mercado. You're, you're willing to let go of, you know, Tommy Pham, but you're not willing to let go of, you know, Tyler O'Neill. These are all things that everybody has talked about, but it, it's, it's true. It's, it's, it was surprising to me to see the Cardinals not just this total sign of inactivity uh, when you were telling me that you can go out and get Zach Wheeler for the cost of a guy that you sent to AAA and Harrison Bader. Um, I think that was a, the, maybe the biggest takeaway that I took away was the disappointment from, from the Cardinals and just, wow, the Houston Astros are going to be good. Yeah, it is, it is really amazing to see how that owner basically just says go for it every year. And, uh, and last year they were in a position at this time where their players weren't hurt. And then all of a sudden Altuve got hurt and Correa wasn't the same and guys started falling apart. And it was too late at that point when they got to the postseason. But now they are no doubt locked and loaded. Uh, in, in terms of other deals, uh, let's kind of go through them here. Uh, I was interested in the Castellanos deal here going to the Cubs, and I'm a lot more interested now in him, Michael, seeing that he was batting second in the Cubs lineup. And so I'm wondering what your kind of uh, sight and your own projections are for him the rest of the year because all of a sudden I'm feeling different about him even than I was at the deadline the other day. Well, and where this stems from, too, is just the Cubs struggle against left-handed pitching. Um, and Castellanos is one of the best against left-handers. And I think that we're going to see him hit uh, either kind of where he is at two, or I could see him hit maybe more towards the middle of the order, just as Joe kind of tweaks the, the lineup construction a little bit there. But, you know, obviously hitting hitting between, um, you know, Rizzo and, and wherever, however he, you know, he constructs it, I think that's where he's going to kind of, see a nice home and I think that Castellanos is a guy that he hasn't had much to play for the last couple of seasons and now suddenly he goes to a Cubs team where he has a place to play he has a very favorable ballpark both in the sense that 
there's fans in the stands watching. And also it's from, you know, for the type of hitter that he is, um, I, I think when the wind goes down, I think he can go opposite field and, and really kind of make his hay that way um, in Wrigley with the wind blowing out as the summer winds down. So I think that we're going to see nice power for him the rest of the way. Um, the power has been understated. Now he hasn't been hitting the ball as hard as he had in recent years, but I think part of that too might just be the, the motivation factor. It's, it's tough to get motivated when you know you're getting traded and you're playing for a team that's in last place. And I think that just those those changes and being in the pennant race, I, I'm pretty bullish on Castellanos. I'm obviously a Cubs fan myself, so, uh, you know, whether that is, you know, me being biased or, or just me being uh, a Castellanos fan, because I always have been from, from just his hard hit rates, I think there's a lot of potential there. I think the Cubs, really, though, uh, Castellanos was a great addition. I think Tony Kemp might have been the addition that was most important for him, though, because it fills the need for not only Kent can play outfield, he can play center field, but he can also play second base, and he's got a little speed. That's a need that the Cubs needed, and I think they got him at a really good value. So the Cubs plugged a couple of holes there. I don't think Kent's going to have the value fantasy-wise just because he's not going to have the consistent at-bats that Castellanos might. But rest of the way, um, I would not be shocked to see Nick Castellanos be – you know, top three fantasy contributor from that Cubs team. Um, so that means he's going to be ahead of either one of Rizzo, Bryant, or Contreras the rest of the way, in my opinion. Mm. Michael Waldo is with us. Uh, really interesting conversation we're having here. And thanks for listening to us and talking about this. Uh, how did the closer thing all work out for you here in terms of fantasy? I, I, I maintain green was, was a big boost there. Uh, it looks like Miami is fishing for a closer. The Jays are fishing for a closer. The Mariners are fishing for a closer. And by the way, how did the White Sox not trade their closer? That was strange. Yeah, I, you explained to me the White Sox deadline. I oh. don't get it. It, it. it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess not as many closers got moved as maybe I thought might might get moved. Uh, Will Smith didn't get moved. So, you know, from that standpoint, I think we saw some guys get traded that we kind of expected. I think on the teams that, that we did see moves, I don't really see a clear, hey, this is a guy you have to go out and own right now. Um, I mean, you're closer to the Marlins than obviously I am, but what do you, I mean, Drew Steckenrider is coming back. I mean, what are your thoughts yeah. on him? I, know that- I, I would, I would probably, I mean, Quijada is the guy that they've been using like in the eighth or the ninth, and Mattingly, I know, likes him, Michael. So, like, uh, that's big for me to know that. But I, I think you have to, at this point, at least throw Ryan Stanek on the injured list and just, when he comes back, take a sh- Like, I mean, you never know, man. Like, I think, by the way, he's the closer for the Marlins next year. And so wouldn't that be smart for Miami in September to give him some shots in the ninth this year? But that just completely makes their saves muddle, you know, for the rest of the year. So that's kind of the way I see it. Well, join join the party because that's how it's been all year. And then you know, even Minnesota is muddled, even though it shouldn't be muddled. And, right. and so it, it's the trade deadline. If anything, I think added more uncertainty to, to to the closure position on the whole than it did add certainty. And and it does to an extent every single year. But you mentioned the Blue Jays. Uh, Ken Giles is. I mean, it sounds like he's getting healthier. He's still not healthy. So who do they have left? I mean, Justin Schaefer, I guess, would be the guy maybe I'd go after. I think in Seattle it's Anthony Bass, but I think it's going to be a committee between him and maybe Corey Guerin. Um, so it, these guys are – it's kind of a mess. I'm with you on Green. I think Green's going to be the undisputed closer in Atlanta, especially with men's getting options and figuring out his, his issues. 
So, but you know, Chris Martin showed, and I think if you compare skill sets between Shane Green and Chris Martin, I'd rather take the Chris Martin side from a skill set perspective. But we saw Green be really effective at the beginning of the year when he was getting those save chances, and a little bit like the Nick Castellanos thing when you get dealt to a team that's in the hunt, it kind of like you get that kick of adrenaline and, and maybe you step up and do it. So I think, you know, the green owners, I think came out smelling pretty. I think it was a perfect situation for him to land in one of the best of anyone. I, don't, I mean, I can't think of too many other teams that were buying relievers where Shane green might've landed in yeah. the closer role. So overall closers, um, still a lot of things we need to figure out. I think it did create a little bit more uncertainty than we would have, but there's nobody this sad period Craig, that I'm saying is an absolute must go out, have to go and buy him. Um, this is this is not only going to be the undisputed closer, but he's going to be a stud the rest of the way. I don't I don't see anybody like that kind of looming. If that I guess helps. That makes sense. That. Nope, that makes sense. Uh, Michael Waldo is with his, with us. Follow him on Twitter at Michael Waldo for uh, some of the best fantasy baseball and fantasy football information over at Fantistics. They do a great job. One of the players who I had that got a boost, I don't know if you agree or disagree. I know you're never afraid to disagree, so I'll just throw it out there and ask. Um, uh, Corey Dickerson was an interesting one for me, Michael, because I, I was just talking about him. I don't think anybody likes him. Uh, and that's and, and by personally or even professionally, I mean, the guy's been on four teams. He hits everywhere he goes. But there's just always this flaw with him somehow, some way. I mean, this this guy got cut completely by a team. And now the Pirates have just completely punted him here, too. He goes to a spot in Philly where, I mean, look, it's he's going to get a chance to play a lot. They really don't have a great outfield there. They called a rookie up to play some. I don't know. This could I, I, I could see Michael Dickerson batting 170, and I could see him batting 370. This is a tough one for me, but I'm, I'm going to take a risk here on him. I think the only caveat I'd say there is people love Corey Dickerson when he was in Colorado, it seems like. It, it, when he was in Colorado, people people really enjoyed um, both fantasy and, and, you know, in reality. But, yeah, he got changed with the Rays, and I think he did not hit well when he got to the Rays initially. And people still have that sour taste in their mouth. And he's played the last, what, four seasons, five seasons in, a, you know, relative pitcher ballparks. I think now with Philly – a little bit more on the on the favorable ballpark side and I think that that's going to help him again being being involved in a race again I think that's that's going to help him I like Corey Dickerson he's 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 hit 300 for two years in a row um and that's a that's a category that we largely ignore as fantasy owners and and yeah could could the fans in Philly get to him absolutely it's it's a very difficult place to play especially if you struggle right out the gates just ask Bryce Harper about that but um, you know, I think Dickerson, the the ballpark itself, I think is going to be good for him. I definitely expect him to show a little bit more pop than what he's had um, this year. Uh, but you're, I don't think you can expect more than maybe what I guess two months to go. I don't know, eight eight nine home runs the rest of the way. I think, and and I'm going to say he hits two ninety, which. Hmm. I'll take that from a guy who you can get on the waiver wire. Yeah, I'm not right. expecting it to be to be a, a you know change of the league type of thing, but he's definitely worth the pickup. I think he's going to get the regular at bats, and and I think he landed in a nice spot. All right, so um, let let's end with this, Michael. And I want to anything that I didn't mention to you in terms of trade or player with any kind of sneaky value on any of the teams, or did anything happen that? when fantasy owners on Sunday night have to make these decisions as to who they grab, did anything catch your eye to say, oh, like I think that this is something that uh, could intrigue me going into the weekend? Yeah. Um, you know, I think anytime you see um, 
Houston make an acquisition with a starting pitcher, you have to pay attention. And, you know, I, I think when you look at a guy like uh, Aaron Sanchez uh, going from a team in last place and he's going to uh, a team where they have a track record of turning players' careers around and maybe just tweaking what their deployment is and what pitches they're using. Um, for me, the, the biggest takeaway is take a stab on, on Aaron Sanchez. He might not have a rotation spot right away. You might have to wait a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be long before he gets a starter too, um, especially down the stretch as they rest their starters a bit. And I think Aaron Sanchez is probably the biggest winner of anybody and the most upside of anybody wow. um, okay. for, for, from a trade deadline perspective because he's starting at such a low spot. It's not going to take much to have a huge return. So that's my advice. If he's Got on it. the waiver wire, pick up Aaron Sanchez. All right, there it is. Michael Waldo, I mean, he knows his stuff, folks. So when we uh, circle back with him later in the year and, and do a recap of our fantasy fo- uh, baseball leagues, we'll uh, check in with Michael and see uh, how he does there. We were both right on Max Kepler, that's for sure, Michael. That's for that's sure. Right. We, we nailed we that guy. Yep. We, na- we nailed that one this year, that's for sure. All right, listen, thanks again for coming on, as always, and we'll check in with you again next week. I really appreciate it. Have a great weekend, okay? You too. Thanks, Craig. All right, Michael Waldo on Twitter, at Michael Waldo, Fantastics Fantasy Baseball, Fantastics Fantasy Football. Those guys are awesome. We'll take a quick time out. We'll be back with more here on FNTSY in just a couple of minutes. Craig Mish with you on Friday. Don't go away. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for catch games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Full-time fantasy. I'm sure you saw the Fortnite tournament the other day, correct? Yeah, dude. $3 million the first. How can a parent now, hey, get off, stop playing Fortnite. Oh, yeah, Dad, I can win $3 million for first place. It was a $30 million tournament in New York. All right, forget it. Keep playing. <laughs> You're doing great, son. Keep up the good work. No, and my clock. son plays Fortnite all the time. My wife and I were talking about the dinner. We're like, what are we going to do with him? Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. We are going to have a show league college football best ball draft. I think we're going to do this a week from today. So those of you who are listening to the show, message me on Twitter at Craig Mish. And at FNTSY Radio, if you want to be in this thing next Friday, the second hour of the show, we'll do it just to give you a little bit of an idea. And I know that this has all been fluid. And I, there's been people who have been listening to the show and they've been messaging me after I'm done and saying, are, are you stopping baseball? What is the story? I, I, I talk about this probably way too much. It seems as though since we have a two-hour show, the best way to divide this up, uh, at least next week, is doing an hour of baseball and an hour of football because as I've been very clear, I am not ever going to abandon baseball completely. I'm never going to do that. So I think that our first hour of the show next week from 12 to 1 Eastern will be the baseball hour, and the 1 to 2 football hour will uh, will come after that, at least for next week. And then we'll just kind of assess things as we go. And for those of you who have messaged me and asked me, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking here. Uh, I make a promise. I keep a promise. We'll continue to hit on baseball. But again... You look at situations like today, and you have reports. And honestly, guys, I want you to think about this for a second. And and this is no indictment on anybody who's trying to make a living doing fantasy football, fantasy baseball, or any other sport. But you see a report today that Ezekiel Elliott, and this just came down like minutes ago, Jerry Jones saying that this could last months into the season. Okay? Like, like how can you justify telling anybody what to do about the situation you know like this is why it drives me nuts nuts preparing for fantasy football in june and july why to have this come up it's just dumb man i won't do it i will not do it and and look i am upset i'm an owner in a dynasty league of elliot and i'm primed to try and win the league and of course i'm i'm starting off the show in a negative manner because that's going to hurt me and I don't have a lot of backup options there. Anybody that tells you to be prepared in fantasy football in June and July are kidding themselves. What did you learn from that? To take Ezekiel Elliott with the fourth pick? Who's not going to play this year? Uh, in June, was it a good idea in a best ball league? To, to, I got Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon back-to-back picks. Congratulations, you have no running backs. Can't do a draft now. You can't. You can't do it. You got to wait. got to wait as close as you can until the season. I know that ADP changes and groupthink changes, and you can get some nice sleepers in the months of June and July, but you can also derail yourself in fantasy. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today, hour number two, if you're listening live, or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY Radio, fantasy sports team. 